Welcome to Off The Cut, a podcast where we talk about building, making, and answering all of your questions. I'm Eric from Spensley Design Co. And I'm Zach from Zach Builds. If you have a question that you would like us to answer on air, you can send it to offthecutpodcast at gmail.com. You can find both of us on YouTube, Instagram, and unfortunately, because we have to keep up with kids, you can find us on TikTok too. All right, now let's get into the show. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Off The Cut episode... 18. I wrote 16 in my notes. I already messed it up, which is respectfully, (laughs) which is respectfully dedicated to the food of the day. Well, this isn't a food, but I'll let it slide. Bourbon. Oh, well, that's right up your alley. Oh, yeah. But I know up in Canada today is better known as Tuesday, June 14th, 2022. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That bourbon I find more acceptable than that one that was just a straight up plug for Denny's where it was like all day breakfast or whatever it was. That that was insanity. (laughs) They had to have paid what that uh, what's the website. So whatever the food of the day website is. Yeah. They had to have paid them off. Food of the day. I use (laughs) nationaltoday.com, which seems like a pretty generic site. Yeah. Well, somebody's and, lying in their pockets, and I'm pretty sure it's Denny's. Yeah. Let's, let me scroll to the bottom. Do they do affiliate stuff? Oh. I don't see. Nothing quickly. I don't any, see anything any about affiliate Any banners on the marketing. page? No, but I have that, like, ad block thing, so oh. I can't see it. You, as a YouTuber, have the ad block thing on, eh? Interesting. Yeah. These days, I'm like, I turn the ad block off. I mean, it depends what I'm, like, what content I'm browsing, but I'm, like... Now I'm realizing that's like there's all this free content on the internet and ads pay for that. And like, you know, like a runway. So it's like if I want that content to still be there, I, yeah. could, I turn off the ad block for that reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, so many websites now they have those like built in scripts where yeah. it's like, hey, we know you're using ad block. You yeah. can't use our website unless you turn it off. Yeah. yeah. Those those I find also very annoying, but. Like New York Times, they're like, you can get a quarter of an article every six years. You're like, dude, I'm not paying you to, for your New York Times articles. Man, the newspaper websites are the worst with their like crazy oh, yeah. paywalls where you, you, yeah, you'll get like a paragraph in and then this pop up comes up. It's like, hey, if you want to see the rest of this article, you have to pay us like eight bucks a month or whatever like that. It's like, no, I'm like, not, nah. I don't even like, I, I haven't even read the article to appreciate whether or not it's good enough to consider subscribing, you know, like, and 99% of the time, you're just reporting something that happened. So, so there's no incentive for me to get it from you versus somebody else. Yeah, like if you wanted to know, like, who won some sort of election. Exactly. Like, okay, I'm not paying you for that article. I could, I was just Googling this and yeah. they were the first thing that came up. And I'm like, oh, you're going to charge me? Yeah. I'm going to swipe back and go to the next one. Exactly. My buddy actually works for a... Um, uh, Toronto newspaper and mm. he know one he knows that's an issue part like of the we problem. talked about <laughs> yeah I know right <laughs> but so well you want to talk about part of the problem he's in charge of creating uh software that auto generates articles so nobody even writes it so so like ghostwriting yeah well no so he he's essentially like writing a script or controlling some software that takes data from pools of like publicly available data and then turns that into articles. So like the, the the example that he uses is um, like gas prices. Like if 
because all those gas prices are available on Google Maps, and I'm sure there's a million public databases with it. So he'll just have a little article that comes up and says, you know, today's January 13th. Today, gas prices are up, you know, 5% or something like that. And maybe there's a little bit more fluff thrown in there, but the gist of, like, it just takes the data and, like, puts it into, like, a more readable form, essentially. My, so you're telling me my entire life is a lie. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. You think you're reading a, a human's hard work, but it really it's just a script. <sighs> yeah. They got me. Yeah. They got yeah. me. I honestly, and, oh, well, this actually, I'm already teasing the after show, Ooh. man. Not, but I want to talk to you about this in the after show. Okay. okay. Actually, I got to write that down or else I'm going to forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the problem with uh, doing an hour long podcast is like, oh, there's something I want to touch on later. But by the time we actually get to later, we've already talked about a million things and it's gone. It's oh, yeah. It's ether. But anyway, I guess what I'll, I'll tease it. Okay. I hate writing. Mm. Like physically writing even like typing. Yeah. Miserable mm. because I can think so much faster than I can type yeah the throughput of your fingers is like the limiting factor right and it's it's really annoying and i would say i'm a fairly quick typer yeah i mean i'm not setting any records but i'm not like the old one finger person like i don't look at the keyboard and i just go for it right i can type no problem (laughs) yeah yeah did you ever have those things when you were younger or like the typing, like the typing class? Yeah. 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 (laughs) I don't think we actually like, I know some people who had like a full semester of like typing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think I ever had that. I think it was like a module within another class. We did like a week on typing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do like the proper way where you have like your key, your fingers are resting on the home row and then they they just kind of like, on like the F and the J, those little knobs. Exactly. There's like some way that you can like perfectly set up your fingers for like maximum typing speed. Yeah. I mean, my my fingers are definitely like in that area, but I wouldn't say my hands are just like locked in a certain spot or anything. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Like I definitely in that area, but I wouldn't I don't adhere strictly to the home row like no. philosophy of typing. No. <laughs> But we we had like this, uh, we called it Tech Ed was the name of the class. Yeah. And this was in like middle school. Okay. So like sixth, seventh, eighth grade or whatever. And kind of like you were talking, you had like every several weeks was like a different like module. So you might have like typing. You might have like how to use Microsoft Word. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then they also had that how to use PowerPoint where you put all those asinine transitions yes, in that nobody yes, knows. That yes. Nobody ever uses. Oh, man. that re- So sorry to interrupt you, but that reminds no, me no, no. Uh, in university, we my friends and I found this like next level PowerPoint where I can't mm. remember what it was called, but it was like open oh. source software and you could do even cooler transitions. You could like zoom in like into like, I don't know, say you had like a, a string of text and there was an O you could zoom into the center of the O and that would be like your transition. Yeah. And there'd be like another page within the center of the O. It, it was, it was almost like a 3d space yes. that you were, that you were operating. Exactly. In. You had like a 3d space and you were just kind of moving the camera around. Within yes. It. Yeah, yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. Prezi. I think it was called Prezi. That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> and today's episode is sponsored by Prezi. <laughs> your number one presentation no, software <laughs> i was listening oh to some i can't even i don't remember what it was it was a podcast i don't even remember which one it was it doesn't matter and 
so like every episode they do like fake ad reads oh. they like make up these like ridiculous products and do like infomercial ad reads it is hilarious i like that that's a good idea maybe we should start doing that what we need to do is just get more people to pay us that's true that's true <laughs> you know who who does pay us though the returning top tier patrons our returning top tier patrons yeah, baby. we've got scott eastman at eastie's woodshop mm-hmm. and Corey duvall mm-hmm. and right. i i don't know he didn't message me but you can't <laughs> message me right now unless you email me yeah we should probably uh, talk about that soon yeah yeah <laughs> i figured we'd get some we'd get some lighthearted stuff in first then we can talk about the obnoxiousnessity okay yes towards the end okay but our other top tier patron can be you nice we can put your name on this podcast murder it mispronounce it and tell all kinds of stories about you if you go to patreon.com slash off the cut podcast and if that's not good enough you get access to the after show where we talk for another Half hour to an hour about all kinds of stuff. Usually closer Let to loose. an hour. Yeah. Hey, Eric. Okay, so riddle me this. What would happen? Mm. What would we do if a sponsor became a top-tier patron? Like, say, Rigid. Ooh, that's a conflict of interest. Yeah, I know. Rigid comes in, and they're like, hey, we're a top-tier patron, no. so you got to say our name at the start of every nope. episode. <laughs> Rigid on my Instagram account that I can't access right now is blocked. Ooh, you- so they can't even message me anymore. Okay, okay. I'm just like, give them F man. <laughs> have you, if you're listening, Rigid, you guys suck. Have you blocked the entire TTI family? No. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I mean, it's the same company, but it's just out of principle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I'm sure they have different <laughs> divisions and different teams. So, you know, there is some separation there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it is what it is. So, uh, did you pull those questions up, or do you yes. want me to pull them? No, up? I got a bunch of questions right here. Let's get some lighthearted stuff out of the way, and then we'll update people on the infamous Instagram saga. Okay, so this one is from PHP Designs, and he oh. just wanted to know if we have any general tips on getting your foot in the door in terms of content creation. Starting content creation. Well, yeah. the first thing I would do is just start something. Yeah. It can be simple as like take a couple photos mm-hmm. or get into like doing stories on Instagram or like maybe you take a couple photos that you have and make a little reel with a little music that's yep. just like, hey, here's kind of what I made. Here's a couple photos throughout mm-hmm. and just just start somewhere like don't go in imagining, oh, I'm going to make a 90 minute feature length movie. Yeah. About how I made this cutting board. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that's too much. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think that's great advice. I think baby steps is the key to getting your mm-hmm. foot in the door, so to speak. You know, like set a goal for yourself that's like reasonable but attainable. Like say, you know, for the first little bit when I'm starting out, I'm going to post once a month or once a week yeah. or something like that. And it doesn't have to be anything spectacular, but start building that muscle, doing the repetition, you know, figuring out your workflows. Um, yeah. The other thing I would say is become like a member of the community and like for sure in the woodworking world, just like, you know, go out and like uh, whatever it is on Instagram, comment on people's photos, say like, hey, I really like this. Ask legitimate questions, like contribute to the conversation in meaningful ways and continue to do that for as for as long as you possibly can uh you know like just be as it's social media right so be as social yeah. as you possibly can 
And so Go, kind of going off what you said, leave genuine comments. Mm. Leaving, well, that's a big boy. What do you what do you pop into? There? I, I got an alcoholic seltzer water today. This is a neutral, and it's pineapple flavored. See, I'm I'm keeping it. Uh, it's bourbon day. Nice. Maybe I'll grab a glass for for uh, for the after show. But dude, I'm just on the waters. Oh, you can't even see it. Waters <laughs> right now. Seltzer water, cranberry lime. Because mm-hmm. I've been sweating. So on the live the stream right now, uh, Eric has his background up as he usually does. But this one, cityscapes. I would yeah, cityscape today. I would say this one's a little bit more glitchy than some of the other ones are. The the edges around you are not quite as as nice as they normally are they're kind of blurry and soft well you know that's what they always that's what everybody says like (laughs) eric you're really blurry and soft (laughs) that's your nickname in high school (laughs) yeah yeah blurry soft Mm -hmm. oh did you you have any good nicknames in high school no i didn't i don't think i'm trying to think no not really high school wasn't really a very you know like a lot of people go through I guess maybe it's more to do with sports teams, but there weren't a lot of nicknames going on. We mostly just yeah. called each other by their first names. Yeah, we. The only nickname that I had, and it was it was it's through sports team. It was for uh, when I played hockey. Still do, but we had this like tr- this like conditioning training thing, and they wanted you to be like at the school at like five a.m. before school, and you're like, oh, yeah. this is brutal, yeah. and. We had this guy who ran like the conditioning program and he couldn't remember anyone's name. <laughs> <laughs> so he just made up ridiculous names for everyone. That's right. And fun. it's it's almost it reminds me of the, the episode of The Office when the two uh the two branches merge and they just like make up names yeah, and Big Tuna. Yeah, what is it? Big Tuna, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big Tuna. So like I came one time and I was wearing a yellow t shirt. So I just became Big Bird. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> I was like, whatever, man. Whatever. I and, uh, over the weekend I saw Top Top Gun Maverick. Um, again, was it good? Yeah, yeah, it was actually good. You know what? I'm gonna say something controversial that I would only say to you and the fans. Oh, let's hear it. I think the new one might have been a little bit better than the old one because I uh, I hadn't seen the old one. Or at least I didn't really remember it. Maybe I probably did see it, but I watched yeah. it like two weeks before going to see the new one. And I was like, I don't know that this movie holds up that well. Uh, and the new one, like, it's not a masterpiece by any means, but it's uh, it's fun. They kind of tightened up the timing of it a little bit. And I think it's just a slightly better film overall. Is it just me or does it seem like there are like no movies have come out within the last several years. Yeah. Like everything goes like straight to Netflix right yes, now. Yes, I think COVID really messed things up because not only did a lot of movies have to pause production, but none of them want to do big theatrical releases because some cities are still in lockdown. And even if they're not in lockdown, there's still a lot of people out there who are like too afraid to go to a movie theater, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think I think that's it. Like I know that I know Top Gun Maverick was a great example. It was done like back in 2020 or something and they just didn't release it because they wanted a big sorry i got a burp from the seltzer water already Uh um because they wanted to have those big box office numbers so they kept holding off kept holding off so i think a lot of companies are doing that right now i've seen so many just go like straight to netflix and stuff i'm like dude i couldn't tell you the last Mm, okay i think the last movie i saw in theater was it 
chapter two. Oh, that was a while ago. Yeah. And so when did this come out? Uh, you saw your you saw your twin in that um name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The so Scarsguard dude. Yeah. It came out August 26, 2019. So okay. almost three years ago. Okay. Yeah. But that's uh yeah, that's know. wild. I like going I like going to see a good movie. Uh I used to do that a lot with my buddies, like, you know, we'd go get a couple drinks beforehand, then you go into the, the movie theater a little saucy. Oh, yeah. It's fun. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, we've talked about this. Then I think this is one of the earlier episodes we talked about this. When you go to a movie, oh yeah, you gotta you know, you know, stuff a drink into your jacket or you know a, something like that. A drink, yeah, sure, Eric. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. You know what I mean. A vessel, I yeah. should say. I go through the thing and they're like, "Sir, your jacket's dragging on the floor." It's <laughs> it's August. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Why are you clanking together? Yeah, and then when I go with my girlfriend, it's like, oh, she's got the big purse, so it's even better, you know, just load that bad boy up with snacks and drinks. Uh, yeah, put like, you know, a couple drinks in there, may- maybe a bag of spaghetti, yeah. some garlic bread. Yeah. You're good to go. <laughs> Actually, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but I went to, we have the uh, theaters here with the VIP theaters. So they do yeah, like, they serve you. yeah, they do like table service at the seats. Yeah. Uh, so did that we had like a full dinner while we watched Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> but what would you go with? What was what was served? Uh, so we did deep fried pickles. Uh, oh, fantastic pl- choice. Plate and nachos, which I was like, this is maybe a little disrespectful to other people in the theater. So I tried to crunch a them. As, loud, uh, yeah, loud. I tried to crunch them as quietly as possible. And then uh, a poutine, which you might not be familiar with. But no, I know what poutine is, but okay. I've never had it. Oh, you should try it. It's great. It's, it's very hard to find here yes. unless you go, like, north. You go to little Canada town? <laughs> yeah. Like, if you go to Wisconsin, you can definitely find it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, super simple to make. Gravy, cheese curds, and... Well, actually, I don't even know where to get cheese curds. Uh, <laughs> and, so, for everyone below Canada... Mm-hmm. Probably has no idea what the hell you're talking yes, about. Yes, okay. So <laughs> I, I don't even really know what a cheese curd is, but I know that the cheese on poutine is called a cheese curd. It's mm-hmm. As far as I know, it's just a little chunk of mozzarella. And then yeah. you have a bunch of gravy. Uh, and technically, it's not even gravy. It's poutine sauce. Uh, but I don't know what the difference is. And then you have French fries. And that's really all there is. You can get some really fancy ones. So uh, I went to... Um, Montreal, which is Quebec is like the the home of poutine, even in Canada, like in Canada, you can basically get it everywhere now. But 10, 20 years ago, it was strictly the French part of Canada that would do this. Yeah. And I think technically you're supposed to pronounce it poutine, but uh, nobody does that. I'm sure my mom would know. Um, so I went to kind of a nice restaurant there and I had like a steak poutine and they actually took like a 12 inch New York strip, cut it up into bits and put it in with the poutine. It was really delicious. So some places that sounds great. Yeah, it was really good. So some places get pretty creative with it. It's fun. So I want to know, hot take. Mm-hmm. What's the worst or most obnoxious food or snack somebody can have while they're in a movie? I mean, nachos got to be up there. Um, oh man. Uh, do you have I'm gonna throw out a fast one. Yeah, give me one. People who crunch ice. Oh yeah, you better not sit near me in a movie theater. <laughs> but like, come on, man! Why are we gonna be crunching ice in the movie theater? No, it's true. It's true. That is horrible. I don't know if I actually do that. I just know that I love to eat ice, um, which is technically, I think, a medical condition. 
So there's this medical condition called pica, where people are compelled to eat things that have no nutritional value. So the classic example of it is like people eat chalk or they eat their own hair. Oh, God, dude, this is like that My Strange Addition yes, Addiction show. exactly, exactly. And technically, because ice has no nutritional value, it's considered, like, to be, you know, some form of pika, which is interesting. Okay, okay, I just, okay. I just like the cold feeling in my mouth, personally. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that would be an issue. Yeah. But, so, another one for me. So, chewing ice. Yes. If, you like... The bags of candy where it's like or it's like a box of candy. Oh, yeah. And then inside has that like really like dense plastic stuff. So you're in there and all you hear is like, come on, man, we don't need that. You know, if you think about it, most of the food that you get at the movie theater is quite loud. Like popcorn's not quiet. The candy bag's not quiet. The nachos not quiet. Hot dog, man. Oh, hot dog. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good stealthy one. You can make your way through a hot dog and nobody... Nobody ever you ever bring that. your own hot dog to the movie theater? No, I've never done that. Oh, you gotta try it. Okay, wrap it up in foil like they do at a like a sports game. Yeah, true. That's a good call. That's a good call. Maybe tailgate through a, a grill out <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to. My think. ideal thing. Mm-hmm. While you think, dude, no joke. If somebody could get me spaghetti. Like a good plate of spaghetti and meatballs at a movie theater, I'd be thrilled. A nice warm meal yeah. gets you comfortable. Yeah, little food coma going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be a great time. Especially you got those box re- of wine. Reclining seat. Oh, box of wine. Oh, that's another thing we ordered when we saw Top Gun. We got a big pitcher of beer. It was great. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, what'd you go with? Oh, uh, my girlfriend. No, no, no. What beer are you? Got oh, with? oh, oh. Uh, I don't know. Nothing fancy. I think it was like Bud Light or something. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You you have limited options at the movie theater. The premium choice. Exactly. Exactly. Ugh. So what food you got? Oh. What food? Movie, movie food. Do I dislike or what did I? I think I told you the complete list. We had the nachos. We had the poutine. We had the dill pickle and then a pitcher of Bud Light. Pretty, okay. pretty okay. great experience to watch a movie. But at the end of it, I was like, oh, my God, this trip to the movies was like 100 and 100 bucks. It's like a 150 or something because we had Canadian ruples up here. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I mean, so what's a ticket go these days? Like 15, 20 bucks a ticket? 15, yeah, 15, 16 bucks for a normal one and then the the, the VIP theater was like 25 or 26, something like that. So then you got to pay for the food and then leave a tip yeah, and Exactly. Exactly. It oof. all adds up. They got you. Well, that was a very long-winded <laughs> way to answer how to get started <laughs> content creation. Oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, how did we even get there? Top Gun Maverick. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Hit me with another okay, one. Okay, you want another one? Oh, another I got to unlock my phone. Uh, oh, okay, Uh-oh. this one. Oh, you know what? Okay, hold on. Sorry, you're going to have to fill some of this dead air for me. I can fill some dead air. Okay. So, I'm unbelievably hot because I have no air conditioning. And it's like 95 here today. Power went out for a couple hours. Wait, even and- in your apartment you don't have air conditioning? No, no, no. I have air conditioning in the apartment. Okay, but not yeah, in the please. shop. Okay, okay. Not an animal. Yeah, okay. Just had to check. Well, I didn't for a couple hours. The power went out. Today. True. Yeah. But it was convenient because I just texted my boss. I was like, hey, power's out. Can't do anything. Can't that work. That is nice. That is a... You know what? That Everybody who works from home right now, keep that one in your back pocket because that's hard to verify. 
Internet's out. Yeah, yeah, that's another good one, too. Yeah, Internet's out, power's out. Like, that's, like, just as good as a sick day, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it is what it is. But <laughs> it was 115 in the garage while I was sanding stuff today. Ooh. It was awful. Brutal. And I still haven't changed my shirt. Well, I'm, like, I'm getting cold now. Good thing you got that new dust extractor, though, because now at least the <sighs> sawdust is Baby. not sticking to you while you're sweating. It's fantastic. It's, yeah, it's great. I can't believe I didn't buy it earlier. Uh, it was expensive, but you know, eh, you know, what it is. comfort costs money, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I got a uh, um, question here from Kona Customs on Instagram, and he wants to know what I think. Well, he wants to know what we think of the various subfloor systems out there, like Drycore, and I think there's a couple others, but I think Drycore is the main one. Ooh, tell me, tell so, me, I want to hear it. These are. These are subfloor products that you would generally, I think, put in a basement. Um, you wouldn't really... Specifically for a basement? Yeah, I, I can't think of a reason you would use something like... I, I can't think of why you would use this on like the main floor of your house, right? So what it is, is it's like a layer of plastic, usually like in a dimple shape. And then there's a layer of OSB on top of it. And I think okay. the idea is that you put it in your basement and it creates an air gap between your floor and your foundation or your like, you know, your concrete slab. Um, so it's like a vapor barrier built in. Exactly. Exactly. But that's the thing. OK, so they come in these like one by one or two by two squares and they click together. So one as a vapor barrier, I don't know that they're really adding that much protection because there's going to be some air gap between them. Right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like if it's most vapor barriers, like you're thinking like something like a Tyvek or or whatnot, that's a solid sheet. Yes, exactly. You want to have like a good seal. Right. Otherwise, yeah. what's really the point of a vapor barrier? Although, you know what? Most vapor barriers at the end of the day, they have some sort of hole like perforations in them, even if it's just where you connect it to the wall. So no vapor barrier system is perfect, uh, I no. suppose. And then the other thing that kind of gets me about them is that it's. You know, it's a layer of plastic and then it's OSB on top of it. So if you have any moisture at all, that OSB is just going to wick it up like right oh, away. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there are some applications where it works pretty well, but I've always been a little bit skeptical of them just on a base level. That being said, I did install some in my dad's basement and it's been like that for it's been there for like 10 years and it still looks pretty good. So. Floor hasn't warped or anything? No, no, it's it's been pretty good. So you know what? They might have... I don't know. It's just... It's one of those things. One, I don't know what it's like in Ohio, but flooding basements in Toronto is a big issue. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it depends where you are. Yeah. If you get like a big rainstorm, a lot of the time the sewers will back up and... Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, these things happen, right? So mm -hmm. I think a lot of people think that these dry core floors are going to be a solution to that. And I don't think so. Because as soon as... Again, it's OSB, so if you have water down there, it's just going to wick it all up. And especially if it's like a sewer backing up or something, you're going to have sewer water getting absorbed into your floor. And Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a no for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But Well, that's what, that's what the sump pump's for, right? Yes, yeah. But, you know, the thing about a sump pump is if it's a big storm that's backing up the sewers... It's not going to keep up with it. It might not keep up with it, and the power might go out. So... True. If you don't have a battery backup for your sump pump, it's I don't know. It's sometimes a lot of time it's useless. But so let's say Zach, unlimited money. Yes. 
What's the best thing you can do to make sure that your basement doesn't flood? Uh, money is no object. <laughs> well, if money's no other than building your house above ground. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, well, you can build your house above ground. You could also create a sub basement below your basement. <laughs> oh. You know what? Like, if you were gonna like dig down to do the foundation for your house, go down another four feet and have like a little sub basement below your basement. Actually, you know that's actually an interesting idea. Is that is that done commonly? No, like never. Uh, I wonder. I wonder why it's not. There. I wonder if there's some logistical issue. Like, what's your already digging? So this happens a lot when I'm building houses. People will be like, "We want to save a little bit of money, so we're not going to excavate a full basement. We're just going to excavate a little bit, and then we'll do a crawl space." You know, well, that's a pain in the ass. Who wants to go in a crawl space? Exactly, and it's like it's not really that much more work to just dig down an additional three feet or four feet. Like yeah. you've already got the machines there. You're already hauling the earth away. Just like I, I don't know that that's always seemed like a false economy that people try to do to save money. It's like, oh, we'll just do a crawl space instead of a full basement. No, it's like capture, pay like fifteen percent more and capture that living space. Not to mention that, like, now that you have a crawl space, you're never going to finish that. It's going to be gross. Yeah, yeah, more than likely, and you you're never actually going to put anything in there. And if you are, it's just crap that you're never going to get to. Yeah. Okay, so here, if I had unlimited money, I would uh, I would dig down, I would do an additional sub-basement, providing yeah. there's not a legitimate reason why you wouldn't do that. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Then I would have the exterior foundation of my building sprayed with a, a rubber coating. So, Oh, exterior. Yeah, so I once went to a trade show, and there was this company there that would come with a big truck, big, like, fire hose, and they would spray on a thick rubber coating on the outside of your building. Huh. So I would do that. Then I would do around the perimeter. I would put like a weeping tile. And for anybody who doesn't know what a weeping tile is, it's um, it's just a tube with holes in it that you kind of bury in the ground around the perimeter of your house. And it allows water to get into the tube, but nothing else. And then you take that water back to a sump pit and then you eject it onto your neighbor's property, preferably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not at your place, not your problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's that's pretty much how I would handle it. And then I probably do a, I do a second weeping tile system on the interior of the building, too. And they would all just be linked up to a big sump pit hmm. with hmm. a battery backup system. Test the Tesla Powerwall. Yes, exactly. Money want. is no object, right? So I would actually yeah. have a second Ford Lightning that I would use to then power my sub pubs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you got to get that thing. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. You know, I, no updates. No updates yet. No updates. But I'm actually like, I'm kind of glad that there's like a little bit of a delay. I, I mean, I, sooner is obviously better, but it gives me more time to save. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I've been squirreling away my cash so that I can put a decent down payment on it when I get it. I feel you. I feel you. That's that's how I've kind of felt the last like two weeks or so when I've been on this Instagram lull. Yeah, it really sucks. But at the same time, dude, it's kind of nice. Yeah, to I, just like I, I pull up my phone and like out of habit, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna check messages. And I'm like, oh no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. That's considered a vacation. That's that's how I'm trying yeah. to I've had probably get it situated. five or six people reach out to me and just be like, where's Eric? What's going on with Eric? Yeah. 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 So I, I, I put out an email blast to the 
several thousand people that are on my email list. <laughs> yeah. I did a YouTube like post. Not that anyone ever sees posts yeah, on that's YouTube. So weird. I don't understand how the the functionality of the YouTube post works. But sorry, keep going. No, 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 no. And then, then I put something up on my Patreon. But again, like you're only getting like 20, 30 people. So it's like, you know, yeah. it is what it is. But the, typically those are the people who follow you the close closest, yeah. right? So at yeah. least let them know. But um, you want to know how much of an idiot I am? I yes, I got your your email blast that came out today. And the first line, it's like, hello, Zachary. Because I guess it just auto-populates the name based on yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I thought you literally like hand-wrote me an email that said that yeah, started with Yeah, look at that. Zachary. I did. I did, right? And you were probably just thinking like, man, you put a lot of effort in Yeah, this. I was like, oh, this is nice. This is like tailored specifically to, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> My favorite is that a lot of people will, so the way I do it is like if you want my free plans, you still have to like go through a checkout process mm-hmm. on my website because if I'm giving you free plans, you're yeah. going to give me something in return. And that in return is Email. your contact information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't sell it, but if I have like coupons or just like things I want to yeah. share with you, like yeah, that's a trade. I mean, I see and, you're wearing a Katz Moses t-shirt right now. Oh, yeah. Jay Katz sent this to me. A couple months ago. And he's got that big email blast that goes out. And he's like, he's working really hard on that. I think he even hired a writer specifically to make his yeah. email blast. It's great. Yeah. 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 But so what? what what's funny is people will sign up with like Dingleberry Fartface or something as their name. Yeah. So then when these email blasts goes, <laughs> goes out, it'll be like, hey, Dingleberry, what's <laughs> up? <laughs> So it's like ah, I'm get I'm getting you because you, you tried to pull one over on me and now I'm, I'm getting you with a little insult. <laughs> do you have any? Do you actually see all the names? Like I guess you must. You have to. I can. Yeah, you have the yeah, ability to access the list and see everybody's. I account. don't care to do that, but mm-hmm. I I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. It's just all through like the website service and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but. I've never actually put the time and energy into building an email list, but I know it's a one of those things that's like it's really smart to do. So yeah. So I have like it set up where um, once you like if you go to my website, it'll be like, oh, sign up and you get a 10 percent off coupon. And then it like automatically will send you some other content like some maybe like it'll be like, here's how you price stuff or like just a bunch of like tips and tricks. It'd be helpful videos, but still directs people to drive a little bit more traffic. And then I'll hit them with some other random coupon codes. So like if you want to get plans, you're like, oh, man, I just saved like three bucks or yeah, something yeah, like that yeah sure i mean and if, it doesn't if you have a new youtube video that comes out it's like yeah people might want to know about that exactly it's one of those things i definitely don't keep up with um but well you know whatever. i mean we were just talking about jcats like he's got a writer just to do his email blast so it's it's time consuming like there is it's one more thing that you have to try to do. yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and it it's is not on the top of my priority list. Fair enough. So if you do sign up for my list, you rarely get emails. Yeah, from me. yeah. So you're, it's not like Old Navy where they send you like thirteen thousand oh emails a day. Uh, how often do you just go through your like email inbox, like unsubscribe, unsubscribe, unsubscribe? I try to be extremely diligent. Yeah. Whenever I get any email that's like, okay, I'm I'm not interested in this, yeah. just in, instantly unsubscribe, yeah. and I'm pretty good at it. I don't get a lot of junk. I get I get so much junk. 
It, you just hit delete right away. No, I just, dude, I'm one of these people who has like, you don't want to see my email inbox. Oh, it's God. like 3,000 unread messages. Oh, that gives me anxiety. <laughs> I get to the important stuff most of the time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. So, you want to fill a little dead air while I read another question? Yeah, hit me with another one, and then I'm going to give people the update on the uh, what's going on with Instagram. Okay, okay, sounds good. Um,. Oh, okay. This is actually an interesting question and uh, comes from my girlfriend, actually. So she wants us. She wants to know what's a good starter pack for tech apps for someone wanting to start uh, YouTube, Instagram and TikTok. Did I read that right? What's a good starter pack for tech slash apps for someone wanting to start YouTube, Instagram and TikTok? Uh... Are we talking about like programs of how to make stuff? Yeah, yeah. Like what what is your content creation work suite? Okay, okay. So I'm gonna hit it from the Mac side because you're a PC guy. This is perfect. Yeah, yeah. We'll take team. Perfect. Perfect. Um first thing is camera, just use your phone. Yep. Any phone if your phone is made in the last ten years, yep. it is more than sufficient. Mm -hmm. Um, don't, don't buy a camera or anything, uh, film everything on your phone. Just make it look nice. Have some nice lights. Um, as far as editing, I know there are a lot of people that will actually edit on their phone. I can't think of anything worse than that. Yeah. That sounds like hell to um, me. I know, uh, God, what, uh, Jay Mouter uses Luma Fusion, mm -hmm. which I believe is an app that's like four bucks or something. I've heard like good that. things about Luma Fusion. Yeah, Luma Fusion is supposed to be good. InShot mm -hmm. is another one that's very popular. Um, so, what's, so you could edit on those on your phone. There's another. I app. would highly recommend. Are you looking it up? There's another app called Splice that I've used for editing. I haven't on my heard phone of that in the past. One. But. Uh, I would highly recommend just getting that footage off of your phone, putting it on a computer yeah. and using on Mac. iMovie is free. Mm, okay. It's incredibly easy to use. And if you understand how iMovie works, you understand how every video editing software right. works. Yes. Okay. Is iMovie like a stepping stone to Final Cut? Yeah. yeah. Um, iMovie effectively is Final Cut. Think of it as iMovie's like Final Cut Lite. Yes, okay, that makes sense. So, like, I don't think there's, like, color correction. I don't think you can put, like, audio and video filters on it. Right. It's basically just, like, here are my clips. Yeah. I want to, like, cut them or shorten them or speed them up. Um, What do they call that? A non-linear video editing or non-linear editing where you have, like, a bunch Something of... Something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, iMovie's great. It's free. Mm -hmm. I Once you use it for a while you'll be like, oh man, I really wish I could like put a little filter on here or change the color. Once you realize you're limited by iMovie, then and only then would I recommend that you pay for something else. Yep. And I use Final Cut Pro. Yep. I think it's several hundred dollars. Yeah, but it's not if cheap, you, but... Yeah, it's a one time, mm -hmm. which makes it easy. But if you have a student, like college.edu email address, I think it's only a hundred bucks. Okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, not bad. And you but know, you definitely don't need it to start. Yeah, you know what? And also, uh, you know, maybe I shouldn't say this, but you can pirate it, and then, you know, once you start having some income coming in later, then you can get the legit copy. 
You probably could. I don't know if, if it works. A lot of the Mac stuff is all done through like the like the App Store, mm. so it m- might work. It might not. I don't know. As a PC guy, you can pirate pretty much anything. But yeah, yeah, I don't know about the I don't know about the Mac side of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So hit me from a PC user if you're starting to get in content creation. You know, I hate. What would you want? I hate to say this, but um, well, you know what? Go ahead and pirate it, Adobe. Uh, so I use the Adobe Suite for basically everything. So that's like Photoshop, Premiere Pro, Lightroom. I'm recording this podcast right now on Adobe Edition. Um, and I'm trying to think like that's like that's my main suite for content creation. Like I use that yeah. for pretty much everything. Um, capture everything on my camera. Uh, sometimes I use my phone, but not that often. Yeah. Uh, Adobe. So my my main gripe with Adobe is that one, it's expensive. You have to pay 50, 60 bucks a month for it. It's not a one time fee. It's a recurring yeah. fee. So that's annoying. And it's kind of glitchy. Um, I often have issues with it crashing, but it's also the best, most powerful software you can get. And when it works, it is a pleasure to use. So yeah. it's kind of, I don't know, it's uh, it's a little bit of like an abusive relationship that I have with all the Adobe stuff. <laughs> have you ever ventured in to getting DaVin- or trying that DaVinci Resolve one? I have. And so my thinking is always, is the amount of time that I will invest to learn DaVinci Resolve, like, will I save that on the back end with like less glitches? You know what I mean? Like, is that time investment yeah. worth it? Because I've invested, you know, hundreds of hours into kind of, you know, I'm going to do air quotes here, mastering uh, Adobe yeah. software. So is it worth it for me to now abandon that, start a new thing and not start from scratch, but have to learn a lot of things again? Like there is a, there's a big time commitment to all this content creation stuff. I was thinking about this earlier today. It's almost analogous to learning a new trade, right? Like if you want to, you know, want to become an electrician or something like that, there's probably equal hours that go into becoming, you know, quote unquote content creator. Um, Oh yeah. So, you know, it's like, you know, switching to different (laughs) sub trade almost, you know, it's like going from being like a commercial electrician to a residential electrician. It's kind of like the analogous switch from Adobe Premiere to DaVinci Resolve. And then the other thing, the other area where Adobe gets you is all their apps integrate very seamlessly together. Mm. So if I want to edit like an audio clip, I can edit it in Adobe Premiere or I can export it to Adobe Edition, which is their sound editing software where there's more options. I can edit there and then I can send it right back to Adobe Premiere and they're all linked together, which is which is quite nice. Which is different than having, oh, I'm using software A to edit my video who was made by who knows and Ireland and then software B to edit the audio, which is made by somebody in Canada and then software C to do all my transitions that's made by somebody in India. It's like those aren't going to play well with each other. Exactly. And you're going to be saving and exporting and you're going to be managing a bunch of different files, whereas... If you do everything in Adobe, it's relatively simple. It's all relatively streamlined. You can pass back and forth between the two pretty well. Yeah. 
But there's always a place for where you can start for free. It's never going to be your perfect long-term solution, but like it, you shouldn't be limited by money if you want to get into this. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, the, the yeah, uh, I scale your expenses with your income essentially. Right. Like, yeah. Again, you know, I hate to, I don't hate to say it. Screw it. Just pirate it. You know what? Like, well, you're learning. I've heard that Adobe specifically makes their software relatively easy to pirate so that people learn on their software. And then when they enter a professional capacity, they're like, oh, I they're should like, probably. This is what I want. This is what I want. And I should probably start paying for it now that I'm earning money from it, essentially. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I pirated Final Cut. Yeah. And then I was like, holy smokes, this is great. I'm for sure paying for this because now I'm going to get beamed with all these upgrades. I'm not going to have bugs, yes. get all the updates. Yeah. I was like, for sure. Yeah. So if you don't have any money coming in as when you're starting your content creation journey, let's just pirate it. <laughs> yeah. Then no, they're not going to come after you like for, I don't know. They're not going to come after you and sue you for using their software if you're not generating any income with it. Obviously, they might care if some major motion picture was edited using sure. copyright, or, you know, uh, pirated software. But, you know, if you're just starting out in your content creation journey, who cares? Yeah. You're, sm yeah. you're a small fish at that point. Well, it's the same thing as like, I remember when I was first setting up a website, mm -hmm. right? Not sponsored. I use Squarespace. Mm -hmm. And at first I was like, oh, there's all these websites that you can set up like you know, air quotes, free websites. But I'm like, oh, but that doesn't let me like have downloadable files and it's like really hard to customize. Yeah. And I was like, okay, oh, this is hard. It's going to be like, I don't know, it's some, what, like $9 a month yeah. or something, which is laughable now. But at the time I was like, well, I'm not making any money doing this. This is literally all expenses yes. that I have to cover. It's hard to, it's, so sorry to interrupt you again, but no, uh, no, no. it's hard when you, when you don't have any money coming in, outlaying cash for the stuff. It's hard. It sucks. It really, really does suck. And I avoided it like the plague for, you know, probably the first two years of my content creation journey. Yeah. And then at a certain point I was like, okay, I am, I am actually predictably making a little bit of income from this. Like the first thing I should do is reinvest that into anything that saves me time. And a lot of the stuff early on was software. It's like, okay, I'm going to yeah. pay for the legit copy because my pirated copy keeps crashing, or I'm going to pay for the premium web hosting surface. Cause it's going to give me X, Y, and Z. That's going to make my life easier. Yeah. And so many of these things have like, like tiers. So my website I could start off with like the very, very, very basic tier, which like gets you a website, gets you nice and easy. But then it's like, well, if you want all these other features, like if I want to be able to send email blasts and do all this kind of other stuff, I have to upgrade. Mm -hmm. But when I get to the point that I actually needed those features, the cost of what I was paying was kind of irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Like, for example, I know that there's one tier on Squarespace that's like, oh, everything that you sell, and I'm making up these numbers, you that you have to pay them like a three percent fee or something. Oh, interesting. Well, if if you go up a tier that's a little bit more per month, you don't pay them anything. Right. So you have to do that like yeah. cost 
benefit ratio. And for me, it ended up being like, I had to sell, I think it was like 212 or $215 worth of product every month to justify going with a more expensive one. Mm -hmm. So like now it's like, oh, for sure. Like, why wouldn't I get the more expensive one? But it, when I was in that like weird lull, like I was like, well, what do I do? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And those are the kinds of things to just be cognizant about. Like, yeah, yeah, sure, it's expensive, but I mean, I don't. I probably pay several hundred dollars a year for my website and email blasts and like all that kind of stuff right now, which seems like a boatload of money, but like now it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, I was the same way. Like I. I remember with my website, like I I've gone through like three different tiers. I started out with a basic sure. one where you get nothing. And then I was like, okay, I want a custom domain address. So like I did another tier up and yeah, it's just scale your expenses with your business and like upgrade your software as you go. And all those things that go into creating, creating content and making it a little easier for yourself. Yeah. And me personally, like I'm the person where like, if I don't have the money for it, especially with the business, I'm not buying anything. Yeah. 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 So like we both use that epidemic sound for music. Yeah. But before I paid, I don't know what's like 10, 15 bucks a month. I think it's 10 bucks a month. It's actually really reasonable. It's ridiculously cheap for what you get. But I used to scour that YouTube audio library and I would spend hours trying to find just something that was not even good, just tolerable. Okay. Yeah. You're not looking for perfection. (laughs) You just want to find something that doesn't make your ears bleed. And then I don't remember who it was. It might have been you when, like, I'd first just started DMing you about, you know, random stuff or whatever. And you're like, dude, you got to get on Mm -hmm. Epidemic Sound. And I remember actually having the conversation with with Miranda. I was like, hey, you know, this is like $9, $10 a month, which it's funny to talk about now. Yeah. Like, do you think I can justify that cost? But just like, it's just music, but it'll make things faster. Like, what are your thoughts? And she was like, of course, why wouldn't you do that? (laughs) Nowadays, it's like if, you know, like it it was a big debate for me, too. But nowadays, it's like if something saved me like 10 minutes a month, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll pay 10 bucks a month for that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, for (laughs) hell yeah. Yeah. So. It's, uh, but I'm still cheap. I'm still cheap. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you have a good attitude about it. You balance the income against the expenses, right? And you're willing to scale yeah. up your expenses as the income rises. I would, I, I, I don't know. When I first started doing my content thing, like, I, you know, I have savings and stuff like that. But I was never like, I'm going to draw down my savings no. in order to launch my YouTube channel or something like that. I was, I would be very obsessed with making everything on YouTube and Instagram and all that. Like it has to pay for itself. It has to be like a net income generator. So no, I like full transparency. I never pulled anything out of my business account until like a year ago. Yeah. I just kept letting the business account grow. So if I needed anything, if I needed to go buy supplies, if I needed to buy a new computer, I just like, boom, that business account done. Yeah. Yeah. Like I haven't personally spent any money on woodworking and who and a half, three years. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess when I first started out, like it was just like material and stuff like that, but I've always tried to be very focused on everything's got it. It's all gotta be like a net gain for me, essentially. Yeah. And I think like, honestly, my biggest like feat and the thing I really worked for when I was starting this was just 
how do I get woodworking to not cost me money? <laughs> yeah. And that was sweet when I got to yep. that point. Yep. It's very true. I mean, like, I'm still, oh. most projects I do, I'm still shelling out a lot of cash, but. <laughs> well, yeah, but so like this, this dining table that I'm doing, mm-hmm. like I'm spending like almost a thousand dollars on materials, but I know that, well, you know me, I'm going to wait till I have a sponsor for the yeah, video. Yeah. I'm going to wait till I have a sponsor for the video. There's going to be YouTube AdSense. Mm-hmm. There's going to be um, the plans for it. There's going to be tons of stuff. Then I'm going to get that money back. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And my personal enjoyment of actually having the piece of furniture. Yes, definitely. That too. Oh. All right. <sighs> Let's so, see. Do you want to do, do you want to talk a little bit about Instagram? Do we want to hit it? We can do it. Because I'm sure it's not just people on the Patreon after show. They're going to want to know about it. Yeah. I'm sure it's just all of our other good folks that are too cheap to support us. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so recap. Was it two about two weeks ago? Got a message from Instagram. They said I've been suspended for um, human exploitation. I looked that up, and it said Classic. it had to do with sex trafficking minors. Obviously, none of that is going on in my account. Mm, it's um, <laughs> I disagreed with the decision, and they promptly reply auto replied back a couple hours later, saying we've. You know, we've confirmed the decision and all this is all an algorithm that does this. Um, Then I went through a process of found this back link in like the meta Facebook website or whatever, where they wanted you to, you know, confirm your identity, all this kind of stuff. Submitted that. Haven't heard anything back on that. So I found another one that I filled it out as a business where I had to put all my business documentation like my um business license and like all this other Mm -hmm. kind of stuff that no one has access to Mm -hmm. but me haven't heard anything from them did you try the method that i suggested where you get do the the meta business page support where you can actually talk to a real person i can't even get on facebook oh oh wow if i go on face so if i go on facebook facebook facebook.com Hit login. It instantly says your account has been disabled. You cannot use Facebook or Messenger because your linked Instagram account, Spensley Design Co., is disabled. Activity on Spensley Design Co. goes against Instagram community guidelines and other standards. If you think your accounts were disabled by mistake, you can request a review of the decision on Instagram. Obviously, I can't request a review on Instagram. Um, So, you know, Uh. that's off. So I actually had somebody that I've been talking to for a long time, uh, Krista Sapp on Instagram. I She sent me an email, actually, because she was like, hey, what's going on? But then I, you know, I messaged her on my personal account. Mm-hmm. And she and I'm, I want to actually I'm not going to talk to the give this person credit yet because I haven't got anything from it. But I have high hopes. OK. Krista sent me this girl who's also a maker. Her, her account had gotten hacked oh. and she had like 150,000 followers and like posted the story. She was like in tears, like, Hey, you know, my account got hacked. Like my entire family's income is now gone. And she found somebody who worked at Facebook. Um, and this, we'll just, we'll make up a name. This girl that works at Facebook is Angie. I don't know what her mm-hmm. name is. Angie was like, hey, send me all of your information. 
I'm going to work with you. So we have a physical human looking at your account and working at this issue with you. Yeah. And I guess like a day later, she got it all situated. Wow. Got back. So anyway, Krista sent me the information for this girl that had her account hacked. And so I reached out to this girl kind of explaining, be like, hey, here's what's going on with me. You know, we're both in the woodworking DIY Mm -hmm. community. I don't expect you to do anything. But is there any way that you could kind of get me in contact with this yeah. with this person? Yeah. So fingers crossed. That's good. That's I mean, that's a very promising lead. Yeah. Here's here's my backup plan for you. You go on LinkedIn and you find people who work at Meta and then or Instagram. I don't know if they still delineate mm. between the two. And you try and get like in touch on LinkedIn with some sort of engineer who works at Instagram. Oh, because I do have engineering on my yeah. Uh, what you call it? So just that's actually not a terrible idea. If, if it doesn't pan out with this other girl that you're you know in contact with, I think that might be the next avenue. I have faith. The thing but, is, yeah. okay. So if you ever have a problem with Instagram, it is impossible to talk to a real human, and it is the there mo- is no phone number. There's no phone number. There's no email address. There's no web form. It is the most infuriating thing. Yes. I, you know, I think last week I, I, I did some sort of analogy of like what it would be like for like a normal person. And I was thinking about that today. I think I, I've refined it. It's okay. If you were at your job and somebody came up to you and they're like, hey, Eric, you're fired because you didn't come in last week. And you're like, oh, I came in last week. And then they just immediately shut down and stop yes. responding. And they you. leave. <laughs> yeah. They, no, and they, you're like, what the hell? They're, like, they're still there, they, but they just, no matter what, you'll be like, oh, I was here last week. They just, nothing, stone face. No response. Yeah. Don't even look at you. Yeah. Don't, don't, that, yeah, that's what's going on. And then you're like, I mean, thankfully, I have other sources of income, but then you're like, wait, so you're not going to pay me now? Yeah. But think about like how many hours you, well, sorry, I don't want to twist the knife here, but think about how many no, hours you know. invested into that account. Right. But here's the worst thing. What's even worse is I was like, and I, I, you know, I texted you this morning. I was like, all right, I'm going to make up like, I think it's time I just start a backup account. Right. Yeah. So I start the backup account and show where to go. I instantly get, oh, shit. Oh, no. Damn it. Now I got to put, hold on. I gotta put explicit on this episode now. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Change. Um, We've got a lot of explicit. That's okay. Uh, you know what? Here we go. Oh, there we go. Is that is that in reverse? No, or that's can you good. Read it? I can read that. We suspended your account on June fourteenth. So this which is today. That, that's for the. This was the, the backup account. That oh, I made. so they're it's they've like flagged your IP address or something then. Something. Yeah. Because I instantly got a. We've suspended your account. It doesn't follow community guidelines on account account integrity and authenticity. However, this one I I disagreed with. Yeah. And um, they're like they sent me a message back and they're like okay no yeah we we made a mistake <laughs> but. And then so then what I tried to do is I tried, you know, I tried to DM one or two people. And now if I try to DM, so like if I go on, you know, I got a list of like three people in my DMs on my new account. If I click on yours account to try to DM you, I can't. That's so weird. It says couldn't create thread. We're sorry, but something went wrong. Please try again. So it's like 
somehow like I'm on like the shit list or yeah. something. Yeah. No, uh, obviously like your IP address is flagged or maybe your device ID is flagged. Dude, I don't know what's going on. Something's going and this is Instagram is not good to creators. This is like the no. really frustrating thing about it. It's like, again, I feel kind of the same way about Instagram that I do with Adobe. It's like, yeah, you like you give with one hand and then you take with the other. And it's it's really annoying. And be completely honest with you, like after I started this backup account and then like this isn't working out. Yeah. Honestly, if I don't get my other account back, I'll probably just never be on Instagram anymore. Just yeah, just be a TikTok creator. I mean, Ugh, I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> well, and YouTube, obviously. But yeah, I mean, I'll have YouTube, but it's just like, why do I want to screw around with this? Yeah, yeah. And they're pushing you. They're forcing your hand, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm really hoping that this girl that I reached out to can. <laughs> Help me in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Well, but I've been reading like forums and and you know, Reddit posts about this stuff, and they say sometimes the Instagram like the all the stuff that I've filled out, they're like sometimes it takes thirty business days oh to God. hear back from them. So I'm at was it last Friday? So I'm Ten. I'm at like six or seven business days yeah. right now. So I'm like I'm still trying to just you know, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Can't do anything, yeah. but yeah, dude, it's frustrating as hell. I mean, it, you know, six, seven business days doesn't sound like a lot, but again, for people listening, keep in mind, like somebody just sent you home from work with no income or and not telling you why and not telling you why for two that two weeks is going to feel like a lot more than just feels two like weeks. an eternity. Yeah, exactly. And like, I'm still like, so I'm working on this dining table still. I'm still like filming stuff and like doing stories, yeah. but I like just save them oh, on my phone. Oh, interesting. That's very smart. And I'm thinking like, do I just stop doing this? Or like, you know what I mean? I it mean, makes you second guess yourself. Hey, you're going to, if, well, I'm, I'm still confident that you will get back on Instagram because I've never, I've seen a lot of forum posts about this. I've never seen anybody not actually get their account back at the end of it. Like sometimes, yeah, it takes a while. It's a headache, yeah. but you do eventually yeah. get it back. So I'm thinking you're going to have a big, you know, big bank of content that you can, you know, kind of fall I, back on later. If man, if I get it, see, and here's the thing. If I get it back, I'll probably just get so used to not being on it. Yeah. It's, well, yeah. That's a good <laughs> point. That's a good point. Right. Uh, you break that habit. You break the cycle. Yeah. Well, so that's the update on what's going on with Instagram. Um, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. We'll get back there. Yeah. If you want to talk to me, you can send me an email. Yeah. Uh, it's on my website and stuff. Uh, Comments on but, this is, uh, is YouTube posts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go on YouTube. Nothing is changing on YouTube. Yep. So what's going to happen is I'm still going to be on my regular cadence of videos. Yep. You just won't see all like the in between, yeah. which I know a lot of people will be like, "Are you dead? Like, I haven't heard anything from you." I also so. know that you're super diligent about responding to comments on TikTok, so people can message you oh, there too. Every comment. <laughs> I don't even know how to look at TikTok comments, <laughs> uh, or DMs on TikTok. I don't know how that works. So if it's on TikTok, you're not hearing from my me. girlfriend. Actually, told me that nobody people can't DM you on TikTok unless you're okay. following them. Oh, so and like, I think I follow like five people. Exactly. So nobody can, nobody can even DM you on TikTok. I I was like oh, I was okay. like I have no almost worries. as many followers on 
on TikTok as I do on Instagram. But on Instagram, I get, you know, dozens, maybe hundreds of DMs every day. And then on uh, TikTok, I still haven't gotten one. And my girlfriend was like, yeah, people can't DM you unless you're following them. I was like, oh, that makes so and much you're more like, sense. I don't think I follow anyone on <laughs> yeah, TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Post and goes. Yeah. But although I'm hemorrhaging money oh. on Instagram, I have a new business proposition that I want to run by you. Okay. But I want to do it in the after show. Okay. So if you guys want to hear us you know, hash out this new business proposition that could potentially be fairly lucrative. You can head over to patreon.com slash off the cut podcast and sign up for the after show. I think that's a perfect plug. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube right now, thank you. Uh, like comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff. <laughs> that is like the least, uh, Does that do anything. I don't know. Who knows? It's, it can't hurt is my feeling on all these things. Um, Oh, if you wanna if you wanna support, go to Venmo <laughs> and put Eric J. Spensley. <laughs> all all proceeds would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I would be I would laugh so hard if somebody actually Venmoed me money. <laughs> I think the biggest and best thing you could do is if you enjoy this podcast, just tell a friend. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And oh, and, and then shame them for not being a Patreon person. Yes, yes, that and send us email. We need questions. Yeah, building. A, I, you know what? I, I was thinking about it today. We've been doing a lot of content creation questions. Let's do some. Let's. I want some building questions. Yeah, hit me with. Uh, what's your favorite glue to eat? Or exactly. Something. I don't know. Exactly. Give us some silly questions yeah. like most portable form of pasta. Oh, we'll talk about. Oh, that. I got thoughts on that. What, what, uh, what fast food chain? If you had to open up any fast food chain, what would you open? Ooh. We got all kinds of good Ooh, questions. Yeah. We could go on for hours about this stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, what say you? We go on for another hour in the after show. Oh yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I got the hovercraft fired up, We're ready to rock. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching, listening. <laughs> Damn it! Thank you for Damn watching it. this podcast. <laughs> we'll see you next week, everybody.